0: If you own or work for an e-commerce business in the EU, today's episode is a must listen. I speak with Mastercard about SCA, which is Strong Customer Authentication for Electronic Payments, which is coming into effect in September 2019. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2x e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you questions and I, Kinney, answers them. Also hear from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in. Get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. do inbound marketing strategies as you beat Amazon. natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. If you're looking to grow your business, there's only one way by building real quality customer relationships. Most marketing software will claim they can do this, but will never deliver on their promises. You need to demand more from your marketing software. And that's where Klaviyo comes in. Klaviyo helps you build meaningful customer relationships by listening and understanding cues from your customers, allowing you to easily turn that information into valuable marketing messages. That is why 10,000 innovative brands have switched to Clavio. What's the secret to building customer relationships? Tune into Clavio's Beyond Black Friday docuseries to find out and unlock marketing strategies you can use to keep momentum going year round. Just head over to clavio.com forward slash beyond bf for more. That's clavio.com forward slash beyond bf.com this september across europe a new payment standard called strong customer authentication or sca will come into effect research carried out by mastercard shows that a whopping 75 percent of online retailers across europe are potentially unaware of sca sca is a new regulatory requirement designed to help retailers and issuers make digital payments more secure It is now up to retailers and their partners to overcome the challenge of a stressful checkout experience for online shoppers. SCA would allow for biometric technology and dynamic passwords to create a more secure and improved online shopping experience. MasterCard's identity check is fully compliant with SCA requirements and facilitates shopping experiences we can all trust. This will allow us to securely pay online using features such as our fingerprints. To find out more on identity check, visit MasterCard.com. That is MasterCard.com. Hi, 2Xers. Welcome to the 2X E-Commerce Podcast. I'm your host, Kunai Campbell, and this is the show for growth, you know, e-commerce growth. So if you're an online retailer looking to scale by 2, 3x, or even 10x, um, I handpick my guests to come on the show to share their expertise and experience. On today's episode, it's like super special, especially if you're in Europe, um, because um, there are some, you know, new directives come September um, that will impact, um, you know, um, e-commerce in and the checkout experience, basically in in um, in, in Europe, more or less, um, to tackle. Um, you know, fraud you know online fraud and um yeah it's super interesting you must you know um have if you haven't heard about it um you must listen in if you're based in the in in the eu um and um yeah without further ado i would like to welcome my guest to the show who is Milan Gorda. He's the executive president of of MasterCard in Europe, and um, um, he's been around since 2005. Um, He he joined in 2005 and responsible for overseeing the development and implementation of innovative new products, um, such as digital authentication, fraud prevention, digital identity. Um, Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Milan to the show. Welcome, Milan.
1: Thank you very much for having me. Hello, everyone.
0: Great stuff. Um, so yes, Milan, um, we let's talk about um, you know digital identity um, today, and um, you know um, pretty much what, what is the landscape at the moment um, in, in in Europe specifically, you know around security and you know online payments.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. Online payment in Europe is um, obviously a very fast-growing segment. And in some countries uh, in the northeast of Europe, like the uh, UK or uh, or Norway or so, e-commerce has already a massive share of uh, all from the, the total commerce. So it's 20, 30 percent, very high. But all across Europe, it's uh, the fastest-growing, and in some countries, the only growing segment of commerce. So, of course, it's, it's uh, very important how the payment is happening there. And um, card has a massive share overall from how the payment is happening when it comes to e-commerce. And um, what the consumer benefits from that paying by card is that today a pretty convenient and for the consumer is a totally safe way. Because there are zero liability rules and also the European Union has several rules of uh, the maximum exposure a consumer can have for the consumer. It's a pretty seamless and easy way to pay. But a new regulation is coming there.
0: Okay, what, what's what's this new regulation? Um, is it something to to be um, to we should look forward to um, in come September?
1: Yes, the, the new regulation is called the Payment Service Directive 2. It was in the making for years. And as the name shows, it's the second version. So, there was a first one a decade ago. And and this new one has multiple elements. And um, what it's trying to steer is steering uh, competition uh, with open banking. And uh, the other big objective is is to further reduce financial fraud in the world of e-commerce and and when you do any remote payment or access your bank account. So, the objective is clear, although Europe has pretty good track records in terms of um, fraud on e-commerce payment because it had already implemented tons of uh, security tools and fraud prevention tools, but the regulator believes that, okay, there's further way and further room for improvement. So, the industry welcomes this change and is trying to to keep the right balance of having further security elements, but at the same time keep up the very healthy and fast growth of, uh, of e-commerce payment or card payment and e-commerce uh, over the years by implementing, of course, state-of-the-art solutions and, and user-friendly authentication methods to do everything um, uh, both safe and, um, and smart and convenient.
0: Okay, interesting. Okay, so this is a fraud prevention directive, you know, set up by the EU. Um it's called strong customer authentication. Um so where in um the month of, you know, June or July, depending on when you listen to this, in 2019. So, come September, um, for e-commerce, you know, merchants, e-commerce, you know, store owners who are, who are listening to, to this episode now, what would fundamentally change in the way shoppers, um, you know, um, buy um, in the EU in their stores?
1: What is already happening today, then in a, in a pretty big percentage of the cases when you do an e-commerce transaction, you are asked to authenticate yourself. We call it secure code, Visa calls it verified by Visa, which practically means that before the transaction goes through, you need to prove that you are who you say you are. And how you do it varies a lot country by country. In some countries, you get a SMS from your bank with a special code and that you need to type in to the merchant homepage or to the page what pops up to authenticate yourself. In other countries, you have a password, what you type in. In, again, third countries, you have some kind of biometric authentication using your mobile phone uh, and, uh, and the fingerprint reader. And the list goes on. They have various ways of authentication. Authenticating yourself. According to the new regulation, this authentication will now be regulated. So, while so far it was driven by, by the needs and the country and the banks, what they wanted to implement, what they felt required, uh, in the future, the regulator says two things. One is that there should be a strong customer authentication, which means two factors, so two independent factors should be used. Be one, uh, a knowledge factor, the other is an ownership factor, the third is an inherent factors. Two of these three should be used. And the second, that it also regulates when such an authentication should be used. And there are certain rules, basic rules, that it should be used always, except, and there is a list of potential exception, when the risk is low, the amount is low, or the merchant is reliable, or the bank has very good track record in fraud prevention, then there are rules for exceptions.
0: Makes sense makes sense um what about um subscription businesses um you where you put in your you know your card details once and um then there's a monthly charge <laughs>
1: For example, that has an exception dedicated for recurring payment and uh, the other for merchant initiated payment. The difference between the two is that recurring payment is defined in a way when exactly as you said, a subscription model, when you subscribe for something, uh, for a newspaper or for a service, which for in every month or every week, so in a predefined regular um, time period, is charging you the same amount. So that doesn't require a strong customer authentication because obviously uh, you give that order now and every month at the same time, maybe in the middle of the night, you will be charged, but you pre-agreed of that charge, so you don't need to authenticate yourself every time. Similarly, merchant-initiated payment, when it's, it's the same thing, but with a variable amount, meaning if you gave your card number to someone and gave the, the order or the approval to that merchant, that, okay, whenever, um, for example, a hotel, I said, okay, here is my car number, and uh, seven days before, Uh, before the time when I booked a hotel room, feel free to charge my card. And uh, so that will happen exactly seven days before. So maybe again, middle of the night or when I'm in the cube or something when I cannot really authenticate myself promptly. So that again, that's exempted from strong customer authentication.
0: Okay makes a lot of sense okay let's talk about um, the um, authentication types um, consumer side um, you know um, from, from what I understand there's um, the, the biometric, which could be a fingerprint or even face ID from apple, um, dynamic passwords, two factor authentication with mobile phone you know IDs um, which is like your preferred you know mode or are, are we going to empower Consumers to choose um, the authentication type, or is that um, from, will that be directed by financial institutions?
1: So the solution will be provided by your financial in, uh, institution. Typically, there is uh, even more solutions because depending that whether you have the mobile banking app of the bank uh, whose whose credit card or debit card you own, uh, or if you don't have, but you have a mobile phone and you can receive an SMS, or if you have some kind of uh, kind of other authentication uh, application, then then you have different solutions. So what is the most typical in Europe? Um, for example, in Austria, you get an SMS with a code. You type in that code, and then you are also asked a security question of your uh, favorite pet or who, whatever. So a knowledge-based question. What we believe and what the research shows that people prefer the most the biometric authentication, meaning that when you are attempting to do a transaction on your laptop, and then uh, when you hit the button pay. And then um, you type in, of course, your details. And then the application pops up or a request pops up on your mobile phone and says, hey, Milan, do you really want to buy this flight ticket at British Airways for this amount? And if yes. Please push your thumb uh, against the f- fingerprint reader, and then I push it there, and I say yes, approved. And then on the on the BA homepage, it will appear that thank you for authenticating yourself. All goes fine, and then the out, uh, the authorization goes to my bank to check whether I have enough money for that. But that's the yeah. usual kind of process.
0: Uh, that's super interesting because I think um, it's going to solve two problems. Well, one one solution what one you know um one one problem is gonna solve for sure is um reduce fraud, you know, um from a consumer standpoint. And and I guess um consumers would start to they're already getting used to it, you know, in terms of, you know, authentication. So once they learn it, it will become very seamless, you know, going forward.
1: Yes as i said it's not something unknown or uncommon in europe so i think comparing to the united states where where this kind of authentication is is very rare in europe it's already happening one out of five times okay. so it's not unheard of it will just some banks need to change the method because as i said the regulator expect a two-factor authentication, and some banks in Europe still use a static password, which is not compliant with the regulations. So some of the players need to upgrade their um, their system and, of course, educate the cardholders that from now on that password is not enough, but you will also get an SMS message, and you need to copy-paste um, a five-digit password or, or, or a series of number to this homepage. So there is a need for changes. In some cases, and uh, education of the cardholders, but it's not something totally new for an for a typical European e shopper. Okay, okay.
0: So uh, before I let you go, on a final note, um, what should retailers do to prepare? Um, do we? You know, contact our you know um, our, our our credit card providers, our you know our merchants, you know account holders, or do we just sit tight and you know let um, you know consumers be educated by financial you know institutions?
1: So yes, across the industry, there is a lot of work ongoing for a while because this regulation came out uh one and a half years ago so and also before it was in the making, so the whole industry knew about that so there is there have been a lot of work being done to upgrade the systems to be able to manage in a proper way all these authentication flows so so most of the merchants work together closely with their internet gateway or their acquirer to upgrade their system to be able to to make this pop-up window work, so-called uh, the 3DS message work across the ecosystem. If you are a merchant who haven't yet done that, then you should give a call to your internet payment gateway provider or your acquirer and discuss, hey, am I ready? Is Do I need to do anything more? Uh, do I need to do some coding am I, in my checkout page uh, to be fully ready? for September to be handled to be able to handle this new type of authentication.
0: I think that's um, the most important, you know, message for listeners, you know, um, tuning in to to this and listening up to here. So, if you serve the European market, um, you need to check your your checkout, um, and um, you need to check your your credit card provider to 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 see if you know you're compliant or not, because um, you don't want anything broken in your checkout. Com Q four, you know, September um, starts, um, you know, the the, the um, it's the start of the busiest, you know, period of um, you know of the year yeah for most yeah, exactly. so you know get on board and start checking right now um it's better to prepare you know ahead of september any any final points the,
1: yeah, and the same on the consumer side so if you are an e shopper and you use your car regularly for internet shopping, make sure that either you downloaded your bank's mobile banking app or you um you um uh, f- uh, refreshed whatever mobile phone number the bank stores to you because they may want to communicate to you via SMS so for example my bank in the UK asked me to check whether the phone number what they have for me is, is the latest and is the one what I use most often so I had to update that and uh, and so my bank is communicating with, with me I just need to listen because you know with banks communication often is just say oh there's a, I don't know a technical update there I don't care this time we, we do need to care and we do need to make sure that we have all updated what the banks asked us to be updated yeah. because then on the 15th of September, we don't want to be surprised that, hey, they are asking for a call or something, what we don't know where to find. So be, read the thing, what the banks communicate to us. And if they don't give a call to our bank in the remaining three months or two months when, when you listen to this podcast to, to make sure that we have the right channel to be authenticated thank you so
0: much milan um it's it's super 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 useful um for listeners one more tip um make sure you have your online chat you know facility i know you can't have online chat 24 7 not everybody can not you know some people do some stores have but just make sure you have you know um the online chat facility so if any of um your shoppers are you know encountering any difficulties especially pertaining to authentication you can educate them right there live with your live chat at checkout right um thank you so much milan um it's 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 super useful and um you know hope you know um i just just want to thank you really
1: thank you very much pleasure talking to you
0: cheers so that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2x e-commerce